Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. football fans and welcome to the onside kick my name is ricky widmer and as always i'm joined by the mark weber dub them ease and mark we got a uh we got a little special guest i mean he only comes makes a prediction in the afc west preview mm-hmm. he comes back after his prediction comes true of five wins for the raiders some of you may know him by his name of mike slowinski others may know him as the Lions guy. How's it going, Mike? Good. How about yourself? How does it feel to be right about the Oakland Raiders? Throw them their damn parade already. I mean, perfect. You, mm-hmm. you can, Mid-season, like, just throw the parade. <laughs> Mid-season. And, and just so you guys know, we have all three of us are in with all our special friends. We have like a special group texting. Every single week, this kid, Mike, he just lets me know like, hey, you know what? I, I said five wins. I said five wins for... Uh, the Raiders, but it's this finally happened. It has. But this week we're talking about something special, guys, and it's a Philadelphia Eagle fans. You may agree with us, probably. They do not they do. disagree with us, but Chip Kelly should be fucking fired, right? Chip Kelly sucks. No, I mean, right, right. Does anyone disagree? Anyone in the world? Um, fantastic college coach. You know that whole thing worked out for a while, but man, does he not know what he's doing in the NFL? Forty-six and seven as a college coach. Yeah, he has no clue what he's doing now. I tell you what, though, he uh, perfectly game-planned for the Detroit Lions, that's for sure. Well, perfectly game-planned if it's a Lions fan exactly. like you that's talking. I mm-hmm. mean, I I said it, and it was even I'm, in my fantasy football preview. I didn't even talk about Matthew Stafford, but I was like, oh, Megatron, start him because he's going to go off against the Eagles. Eric he had, th- he had three touchdowns. Stafford had five touchdowns. And the thing that's most embarrassing about this Eagle team right now that's back-to-back weeks. Jameis Winston, five touchdowns. And Matthew Stafford, who we're arguably seeing his worst as a Lions fan. No, Would we you are. say his yeah. worst season as a Lions quarterback? Who, Matt Stafford? Yes. Um. Well, he's always he, this, been that guy who's been up and down. But, is was, this, but he, this was the first worst. time he threw a 300-yard game, I think. All season. Yeah. He well, had not thrown for 300 yards. Maybe last week he did. But I'm pretty sure before that he had never thrown a 300-yard game this season also i don't think he ever threw more than two touchdowns well look at the difference too because um <clears throat> a couple weeks ago um good old lombardi got the axe god thank god because his offense freaking blue but with the addition of my boy jim bob cooter <laughs> um the offense we had our best um rushing game of this uh, rushing uh yardage of the season as well or tied at one of the two i don't have the stats in front of me but our offense is starting to take shape in a different form which i like that game totally could have been different Pending that starting quarterback, I think, was it Byron Maxwell that got injured? You're talking about the Thanksgiving game? Thanksgiving game, when Eric Rowe, the rookie, yeah. was put on Calvin Johnson and just totally manhandled him. Wow, he got lit. It's like, why would you expect him to be able to do anything against Calvin Johnson? I mean, Mike Evans lit up the—well, Mike Evans and— 
Jameis Winston lit you up last week. Why would you expect anything different out of Megatron, who there's a reason why we call him Megatron? Well, not this year. I mean, we haven't been calling him Megatron, really, because he hasn't done anything. Now, there's a lot going into that, of course, because the Lions kind of sucked for a while. Uh, Bad coaching going on, bad decisions being made. Uh, But, yeah, Stafford to Megatron, that connection just wasn't happening. And I did stat check you, Mark. This has been this was the best game for Matthew Stafford this year, right behind his game against Chicago, where he had over four hundred yards mm-hmm. and four tutties. So he's still a lost couple, the game a couple but, times. I mean, that's the only time he's gone over three hundred were those two times. But to get back to the Eagles, I mean, this is it's kind of weird because Chip Kelly has only been here. This is his third year with the Eagles, ten and six, ten and six, and now mm-hmm. he's got a four and seven season. So. He, this has been his worst, and his other two have been 10 and 6s, but yeah. still we're saying he sucks. Well, because it, it kind of has gone to the point where he has assembled so much or amassed so much control to where it's obvious that it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really at the point where well, he's there's no the question team. about it. Yeah. He's destroyed the team. Oh, for sure. And I think with a guy like Chip Kelly, you can't take the, you can't start taking power back. You know, uh, or giving it away, like Chip yeah. Kelly giving it back. It's very rare saying. that you have a situation like Mike McCarthy going. You know what? I won't call plays anymore mm-hmm. because he was a terrible play caller. Lost many games for the Packers based on his play calling. You can't. Mon- very rare that that happens. You can't monitor your players' sleep and then go. You know what, guys? I'm just not going to call plays. That's yeah. just how it's going to work. Now everything was seeming like it was working really well for him. It all, uh, it all basically, he was changing everything up. He was revolutionizing the NFL. Everyone was like, "This guy's a genius. He's a madman. Everything is going to work. Everything's going to make sense." But now we're all kind of being proven that no, it's not. Well, and I mean, it's not working out. He trades Nick Foles. He trades away Lashawn McCoy. Kiko Alonso injured. On the year, and I know you're probably saying, well, Ricky, that's obviously that's a win for the Bills mm-hmm. because Kiko got a, injured. But you had a quarterback in Nick Foles. Why did you have to trade him away for Sam Bradford? Why did you have to trade LaShawn McCoy away? I mean, yeah, you got DeMarco Murray, Tomato Tomato. However, Murray is not the—we've said it before. Murray is not the spread back mm-hmm. that he used to be in college and— Part of me just thinks with this Eagles team that it's exactly like the famous YouTuber EDP said. Just get rid of Chip. Get rid of everyone. Let's start from ground zero and mm-hmm. rebuild this thing from the bottom because that's how far Chip Kelly has messed up this team. Well, he's yeah, he's brought it to the bottom. He's destroyed the team. Started I mean, from the bottom. Now we may never get back. Started Well, they started pretty decently in the middle and went up a little bit and then fell back down. Andy Reid brought him to a Super Bowl. I kind of view the Eagles kind of like the movie Major League. They're trying to do everything as possible. But they don't have wild suck. thing. The only thing they don't have in their future is a relocation. Yeah. They don't or have, a Rick the Wild Thing yeah, Vaughn. They don't yeah. have Rick Wild Thing Vaughn on their team. Man, could you imagine Rick Wild Thing Vaughn heater, having, having some, uh, some being the quarterback for that team? But, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting, too, because this team at 4-7 and seven is technically still in the divisional hunt. <laughs> Yeah, and NFC least. And Mike laughs because the NFC least is the NFC least. And everybody was angry when I said that. What? Well, they were furious. Yeah, but I mean, look at this. Of course, it's the NFL least well, right now. You've but. got you've got the division leading Redskins five mm. and six. You've got the Giants at five and six. 
Eagles at four and seven, Cowboys at three and eight. It's basically whoever wins that um, division is going to self-proclaim themselves as the world's tallest midget. That's it's, what it comes down it's to. It's exactly like when the NFC West used to be garbage. When it, we had the Seahawks get in as a 7-9 team. But hey, didn't they win their first round playoff game? Or, yeah, or they did, beat they the did. Saints. They, did they get the bye? So it or they, it was the, no, no, they, they beat was, the Saints. They did, okay. And they got yeah. beat by the Bears. That was in Seattle. And then, and then I don't and remember then anything after, after like, that. And then actually, well, yeah, because the Bears went on. Let me refresh no, your memory. Bears went to the Super Bowl that year, Mark, and got beat by a man called Peyton Manning. No, that's, that's not happened. when they went to the Super Bowl. I thought that that's was 07. Nope. That's not when they went to the Super Bowl. Whenever you say, I forget, like whenever we Wait, talk what? playoffs with the Bears and Mark goes, no, nah, I don't know what we're happened talking after about, that. that. We're talking about one of the other Super Bowls that I don't remember that happened. <laughs> was it the <laughs> shitty Super Bowl 40 Seahawks Steelers? <laughs> no, no, no. I remember that one. That well, that sucks. was the there's one where certain, the, refs, a certain got, the su- refs rigged the game. Well, see, this is the thing. It's all of us here, <laughs> fans of the NFC North teams, none of us remember that this Super Bowl happened. We don't remember who won. <laughs> But I mean, and I mean, we're going to talk later on which teams were buying and selling. But the Eagles can mm-hmm. like I literally anyone who says, but we're only two games out of the division, or we're only one game out of the division, technically. Just no, no, you cannot be happy with a seven and nine playoff team. That gets in. So at this point in the season, does Chip Kelly think uh, making moves to make a playoff run? Trading himself? <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we, he can't do anything. Trade deadline's gone. Well, I no, no, there's nothing to do. Well, and I bring that up. He can because, just start cutting people. Sorry, the uh, trade look, himself. I, I bring that up because I saw before we went to record this podcast that on the Eagle site for two four seven sports dot com had a headline where it's like. Could Chip Kelly be traded to the Titans, or could Eagles trade Chip Kelly to the Titans? That cannot happen, because Chip Kelly does all the roster moves and controls everything, and Chip Kelly's not going to trade himself to the Titans. I don't know. He might want Marcus Mariota so badly that he will trade himself. He would have to trade himself for Marcus Mariota. No, he'll do anything. He'll trade literally anything they want as long as he is included, (laughs) and Mariota will stay there. He will say, you know what? You can literally trade the entire team and just leave me and Mariota out there. I'm satisfied. But I think when it comes, I mean, here's it's amazing to me that Chip Kelly still has a job right now. As we are sitting there recording this podcast a little earlier than the onside kick usually is. We're recording it on Monday instead of Tuesday. Um, But it's amazing that he still has this job. I was honestly expecting that he would have been fired today. Uh, but he will lose to— I thought he would have been fired before today. He'll lose to the Patriots. That's a guarantee. Oh, that game's going to be like— when the Patriots it's play locked. Jacksonville, it's locked. Like it's going to be a fifty, whatever. Like the the score I made, where um, one of my Twitter followers or and I follow him made a comment on how that how bad that game's going to be. I super fanned it and I said, "Yeah, that game's going to be like four hundred and twenty to negative seven. Yeah. After that, the Bills. You know, maybe they can put up a fight against the Bills, but the Bills are pretty pretty okay. And the Eagles are pretty bad, so no, I'm not buying in on that one. Cardinals, that's a loss. Redskins and Giants, those are division games. Those are really a toss-up because this whole division's a toss-up. Uh, but, I mean, they're not going to the playoffs. If Chip Kelly is still there, 
that just proves that this entire franchise had no clue what is happening, <laughs> and they don't know what needs to be done in order to build a successful team because they're letting the guy that destroyed the team stay there to continue destroying the team. It's basically a dumpster fire. Well, it is. And the only way Chip Kelly is getting out of this situation is through being fired. Is if he gets fired because USC today hired a new head coach. All these college jobs are getting just LSU's not going to need a coach. Do you think, LSU's not do you think gonna George is going to pursue him if he gets the uh, no. X? No, they'll go with someone like Kirby Smart or um, Dan Mullen from Mississippi State, Todd Herman. They're not even thinking Chip Kelly because the only one that was going to think Chip Kelly in my mind was USC. That's why mm-hmm. we did a podcast so many now, weeks ago about it. The interesting th- thing to think about, I don't think any NFL team is going to want Chip Kelly. Because we just all witnessed what he you did to this team, good team. A good team that made the playoffs your first year. Yeah, you completely destroyed it. Everybody sees it. Mm-hmm. So is there a possibility that Chip Kelly's going to get fired and just does nothing for a year? Because all the good schools are going to hire their teams. No, if he's unless ava- he wants to go to some if he, kind of if mid-tier If he's available, team. he'll get hired. A school I could see a school I could see hiring him is like a Miami. Or but does he te- want to go to one of Texas, these mid-tier teams? Miami's not a mid-tier team. The thing with Miami that um, you have to get over is the U used to be the U. Not yeah. just back in the 80s with um, Snellenberger, but there's a reason why there's two 30 for 30s on it. Why they are, what was it? Is it four time, Is it, It's either four-time national champions, should have been five, or five should have been six, but... I mean, that's a team I could see. Or if Charlie well, I'm Strong telling you who's going to be the next um, University of Miami coach, it's going to be Mark Richt. Remember, he played quarterback for the U back in the late 70s, early 80s. Or is it going to be Butch Davis? Could be Butch. They're, they were talking about bringing Butch back for the Miami job. I feel like either a Miami or a Texas, mm-hmm. there's I, no way I just he sits feel, around for a year. I just think that by the time Chip Kelly gets fired, most of the college jobs that are worthwhile will have gone already. To where, honestly, it would probably be in Chip Kelly's best interest to sit out a year. Well, you heard um, who USC wanted to interview, but they didn't want to wait that long. They wanted to interview uh, OC in Cincinnati, Hugh. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. And they would have to wait. No, they, you they wouldn't would have, have to wait, wait as long for Chip. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. You'd have to wait until the Hugh, first game that the Bengals play in the playoffs. Yeah, the divisional round. Because then they'll lose. I don't or... know. They might get a bye. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. The divisional. Oh, the divisional. Round. Okay, yeah. yeah, not the wild card. Yeah, so you'll have to wait till the divisional because the Bengals mm-hmm. aren't going to win a playoff game. I mean, no, let's not get do. ahead of ourselves, Red Rockets. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I don't think this is working out for Chip. He needs to go. It's really that simple. No one's going to argue differently. I don't even think he wants to be there anymore. I think he does. I think he'll be. The only reason Chip Kelly wants to be there. Is because he has all the he's, control. Yeah. Oh, this is a man who loves himself. He thinks he's amazing. No other, no other organization gives him this much control. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I what, mean, this is what he was able to do in Oregon, and now he can just do it on a bigger stage, to a failing degree. Yeah, I mean, he sucks at it. Now he was good in Oregon. Now, question: Does Bill Belichick have this much control with the Patriots? Or Robert Kraft is mm-hmm. still like his? I'm okay, pretty sure that Bill I Belichick has. You. Almost the same level of control, but he had to but earn that's, it. That's a totally, like you said, yeah. he had to earn. That's it. a totally different uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing with Chip Kelly is just, I'm pretty sure Kraft could step in to Bill Belichick mm-hmm. and, and make things happen. Plus, but Kraft doesn't want is, to. Plus, Kraft is like the right hand man to Goodell. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's what the partnership is yeah. there. Um, 
but for Chip Kelly, it's just literally Chip Kelly has somehow conned people into giving him all this power. You know what? It's kind of like House of Cards. Watch House of Cards and imagine that Frank Underwood is really Chip Kelly. <laughs> and Chip Kelly just conned everybody into becoming, spoiler alert, the president of the United States. So I even put a pause in there so you could have paused the uh, to not hear that spoiler alert. You didn't warn him. You didn't warn I did. Him I said spoiler sp- alert. Okay. okay. I said it. How about we move on? How about some other – what other coaching jobs do you guys think could open up besides the Eagles and Chip? Well, you know what? Some of my ones I was talking about before suddenly don't look so realistic. Bill O'Brien being one of them. Bill O'Brien being one of them. Pagano. Um, exactly. Pagano. I mean Caldwell being another one too. I mean suddenly the Lions want to yeah. win games and they want to play. Well, look at Caldwell back when he was um... – Indiana, Indianapolis too. His first year, what did he go? Thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. Next year, four and twelve. A Manningless four and twelve, where they got luck, but he got axed the year before or the year before they got luck. Mm-hmm. So he's he can win with the previous team's system. You're talking about when he was the head coach of yeah when he took the over. Colts yeah he went it was fourteen and two and oh nine fourteen and two okay then ten and six then two and fourteen. Yeah. It was his first year was that year they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Saints. So he's a coach that can win with someone else's stuff, but then once it starts mm-hmm. to become his own. Well, because he was the one that took over for Dungy, right? Yes. He was right after Coach Dungy. Right. Then he went over to Baltimore, yeah. won a Super Bowl as their defensive coordinator. And now he's with uh, the Lions. And Lions, we went to the playoffs last year. So you're saying he's very similar to Chip Kelly? Yes. Going to be successful <laughs> with somebody else's pieces. When but they when start making building decisions, team, yeah, it can't happen. Also, yeah, but the Lions are more than just called. Well. Not to mention the entire front office of yeah. the Lions prior to Lewin and um, we'll give you. We'll, we'll give you who was it? Matt McMillan. We'll give oh, you him. Matt McMillan. Oh, <laughs> he, he does. He, I think he caused he big, the recession in Detroit. I think he, he does caused big the auto 10. market to fail. I think he does like Big Ten commentary, and I laugh every time I see him because I think of you, Mike. But you know who's a coach that I said it when we. Mm-hmm. Talked earlier this season about coaches that could be on the way out. I mentioned his name, not knowing that Romo would get injured, but Jason Garrett. I mean, five it comes in for what was it? Wade Phillips mm-hmm. in yep. 2010 goes five and three, wins the job on that winning record. Then a solid string of eight and eight seasons. Then a 12 and four season last year, but now it's the Greg Hardy year, three and seven. I just think that Jason Garrett's a perfect kind of puppet for for Jerry Jones. I mean, he just— The ex-cowboy? He basically just—it makes sense on paper, and he does enough to be okay, and the team just kind of is average, and, you know, and Jerry Jones continues to make money because he really mm-hmm. doesn't care about wins. He cares a lot about money. Uh, so, I don't know. I think Jason Garrett kind of sticks around. I really see no reason for him to go away. Because he's just he's perfect for for Jerry Jones, not that good, but still still getting the money. Ex Cowboy player from the '90s, been with the coaching staff since 2007. Mm-hmm. Now the head coach since 2011. But however, I just look at it and go, okay, was this year really? It's either one of three things: either Jason Garrett is a problem, he's not a good head coach. Either you're saying, well, we only have three wins because Romo's injuries. Or number four, are we losing so many games because of the Greg Hardy curse? I think, honestly, Jason Garrett's a huge problem. 
All the injuries were a big problem. They're they gonna lost have, the biggest piece to the puzzle. They have to draft a quarterback soon because Romo, Romo with yeah. these injuries and with age, I don't think he's going to be able to hang on much longer. You don't think he's going to be able to Tom Brady play till he's 60? No. Well, Tom Brady only had one season-ending injury, yeah. and that was when someone from the Chiefs came around. Sorry, Josh, but came around and whacked him in the knee with his helmet mm-hmm. and knocked Tom Brady out for the year week one. Yeah, Tom Brady will play for another 30 years. What That's about not Tom a problem. Sula? Do you think Tom Sula loses his job after a year, or does he get the, okay, I think he you're could taking be, over a bad situation? I think he could be chutted. If anyone's going to get chutted, it's <laughs> Tom Sula. Chud. Because, I mean, the the team is kind of a disaster. You lost your quarterback. Well, Kaepernick's um, done in yeah, San Fran. Yeah, forever. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I want to say that too. While we're here, if you didn't follow, if you don't follow me on Twitter at the Mark Weber Dub Them Ease, uh, you should. And I said today, everybody calm the fuck down about Brock Osweiler. He has not I actually looked impressive. I saw Colin that. Kaepernick looked impressive, went to a Super Bowl, and now he's benched. Let's calm down about this rising star. And that's an actual quote. I don't know, man. That is Bro- Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler, 160 yards rushing in two. Games, Ricky. Game manager, Back to back. Game manager. And we're going to go a little radio show here, and we're going to say goodbye to Mike Zelensky halfway through the podcast. He's got to leave us. Thank you for uh, coming in, Mike. Yeah, no problem. I got to go go ice my arm on. You got to go ice that. Got to bring in the, uh, I don't think anyone else is in the bullpen. Got a bold prediction for us before um, you leave? Raiders will win two more games, and my Lions will finish 8-8. Eight, eight, eight. You said nine and seven before I'm changing the podcast. It. We're gonna lose. He lost gonna... a little bit of hope on the show. <laughs> yeah, I got a, lost a little hope after watching these. Uh, the Raiders just win five games. It blew my mind. But that tweet you were talking about, you, there's three of them. But the one I was thinking of when you said it was the one where you said everyone raving about hashtag Osweller should remember Colin Cat went nearly or went from nearly winning a Super Bowl to riding the bench. Hashtag pump the brakes. Exactly. I mean, I'm not trying to to get down, uh, like to diss this guy or anything. You don't want like to diss Brock the cock. I'm not, I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying that. I mean, he should be QB one, and he is QB one essentially. Uh, but let's calm down. Let's, he's not a rising star. He's a game manager that has an extremely good defense and an extremely effective run game that has run for 160 yards in both the last two games. Mm-hmm. Over 160 yards in the last two games. Just saying. However, I mean. Oh, if all he has to do is be a game manager. Sure, it works in this system, but rising yeah. star, let's calm down a little bit. Well, a lot I, of people are saying he's the next Tom Brady right now. Uh, not Probably not. The next Tom Brady looks, Winston looks more the next Tom Brady than. People are going crazy. Brock Oswald. I think it's just because he's taken over for Peyton Manning, though. Yeah, sure. why people get like that. But one coach, he's actually playing right now as we speak that, I mean, we were talking about coaches that could get fired, Mike Patton. Mm, Does he lose? Yeah. Like, would you fire Patton at the end of the year, or would you just say, well, you didn't really have the best of quarterbacks to work with? I think he gets one more one more year. I think he should get one more year. And as of right Just let him see what he does next. As of right now, recording the podcast, just so you guys know where since the time we are, halftime at 17-13, Ravens. Uh-huh. I mean, unless... The other option, of course, would be like, do you really want to say, hey, we're completely starting over? 
you want to completely start over, now's the perfect time to do it because you can get rid of all these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Austin Davis included because he's quarterback two above Johnny Manziel, who is quarterback number three, <laughs> active on the roster in Monday Night Football, but sitting there not doing anything. Uh, big insult there. But, yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's the one that drafted Manziel, right? Like, he was there when Manziel got drafted. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, technically you can put that on him. I don't think he was the one that pushed the button. Though. No, I don't think he was either. I mean, they might try and uh, pin the blame on him. But I don't think that's it. Now, the other thing is, though, this was a guy who was a defensive mind. You know, he was brought in because the best part of the the only good part of the Cleveland Browns was the defense. You're talking about the Bills? Yeah. Because he came from the Bills. Yeah, and the yeah. Bills had, well, had a pretty good defense. Because I think he was head coach of the Bills or defensive coordinator. No, he Bills? was defensive coordinator, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, But with that being said, because nobody wants the head coach of the Bills. Uh, With that being said... He comes in to work with that, and the defense is now terrible. So mm-hmm. in that case, I mean, he's obviously proven to not really be effective, but this is Cleveland at the same time. And before that, you were right, defensive coordinator with the Bills, but here's teams that he's been with in the NFL. Before the Bills, which was 2013, 2009 to 2012, he was with the New York Jets. Then before that, he was the outside linebackers coach, for the Baltimore Ravens from 05 to 08 was technically with the Ravens from 02 to 08. Mm-hmm. So but th- for some reason, head coaching is not yeah, working. Yeah, but that's three teams that, I mean, and I'm talking about, like, why Cleveland mm-hmm. brought him in. That's three teams that have had great defenses over yeah. the years. Yeah. But apparently he needs to go back to just being a defensive coordinator because apparently head coach isn't for him. It happens. You know, like, not Hunt, do it. does Wisenhunt go back to being an OC? He might. It's not looking like it's working out, but there's a lot of these that kind of lowly teams that things don't look like they're working out. Um, I mean, I, I still think that there might be a good idea to fire other Harbaugh right now because I was going to bring him up. We got Johnny John. got uh, our Jim got fired. John is still here. Yeah, but look at what Jim's doing in college. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's. Now, with that being said, I don't think that if John gets fired, I don't think he goes to college. I think he's an offensive coordinator now. Mm-hmm. Or no, he was a special teams coach. Yeah. That's right. That's always funny to remember. Um, <laughs> so maybe he will go to college. Uh, who knows? But, yeah, I mean, I don't see – because there was a big – the big issue with Jim getting fired was the whole organization didn't like him. He's like, screw you guys. I'm going to where I was successful. Yeah. I did well in college. I'm going back. Even though he was extremely successful Well, it was one in, of those things NFL where it's like, fire me. Yeah. Um, Can I give you a questionable one? Oh, McCoy should be fired too. Uh, I was just gonna say, what about Mike McCoy? Yeah, he should be fired. I mean, nine and seven, nine and seven, now three and eight. Now I will say one thing: um, when it comes to when it comes to teams that need to be completely destroyed, just implode and start from the ground up, San Diego Chargers are one of them. I know they're only at three and eight, but really, this team well, this needs is, to be destroyed. This is a just team completely that's filing dismantled. papers to move to LA. In yeah. January. That's the last we heard. They need to get completely, you know, completely redone because this has just been perpetual mediocrity and under underperformance. They just don't know how to how to perform well. They just can't. And well, because it, ha- it hasn't it's just helped sad. it hasn't helped that the running back you got to try to be the guy hasn't been the guy, still mm-hmm. doesn't have a touchdown this season. 
in Melvin Gordon. But there's a lot of good pieces on the San Diego Chargers that are not performing at all. Yeah, but, I mean, let's look at it this way. Keenan Allen's injured. Antonio Gates is getting old. Phillip Rivers is, he's the guy. Part of me just feels like eventually is it time to say, Rivers, you've been great, but bye bye Melvin Gordon, yeah, you get a year, you get two. You know what team actually really scares me? What's that? Jacksonville. Really? Not this year. In the future. I don't believe in Bortles. This is, uh, how can you not? He almost. He was the worst quarterback in the entire NFL last year. But this year he's been the exact opposite. Not one of the best. Like, not the best, but one of the best. Look at this past week. Mm -hmm. How he was, the past two weeks he's made me. I've been buying in more to Blake Bortles because they're getting blown out by the Chargers. And then he hits Julius Thomas. He hits Alan Hearns. He pulls Jacksonville back into the game. And Jacksonville, to me, is one more wide receiver. They got the Allens on the outside. They just need a guy in the slot. One wide receiver. They need TJ Yeldon to get it going, and they need a cornerback. Because guess who they get back next year? Dante Fowler Jr. Yeah, he's a rookie. We don't know really how he's going to adapt, mm-hmm. but when you, what was he, third overall, fourth overall? Yeah, third overall pick. Dude can ball. I just, my thing with my thing with Bortles is he looked terrible his rookie year. I know he was a rookie year, uh, but he yeah, looked but terrible. What did he have to work with his rookie year? Not he still much. looked terrible. Still looked terrible. He's looking better now, but I'm a wait and see on this guy right now. I'm not I'll buying it. I'll tell you in. this. He looks more of a rising star than Brock the Cock. Well, yeah, sure. Brock Cock hasn't done much to be excited about. But like I said about him, you know, after he played the Bears, I said, yeah, he looked good, but he never did a single thing to wow me. Mm-hmm. And that's not what Gary Kubiak wants him to do, sure. Uh, but it just looks like the next Matt Schaub in the making. Maybe not so interception prone, but just a guy who does enough, but is never going to actually win you a game. Now, you can say that he may have helped win against the Patriots, but that's a different story. Help win against the Patriots. He helped with his one touchdown, <laughs> one interception. But, I mean, to me, I'm going to give you, I'm going to pull up two resumes. You know how I love doing blind resumes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up two resumes for you, hoping that they, yes, they are similar. I'm going to give you two resumes. You ready for it? Sure. On my new Samsung Galaxy tablet. We're not paying us for this product I, placement. I that's where I was gonna say Samsung, you can write the check, make it out to Ricky Widmer. But here's resume number one. Twenty eight or two thousand eight hundred and ninety five passing yards, completion percentage of sixty three point five, twenty four passing touchdowns on the year. The second resume. 2,952 passing yards, lower completion percentage of 57%, 22 passing touchdowns on the year. Resume 1 has a rating of 101.5. Resume 2 has an 82.3. Well, I mean, I think that's silly because literally like everything was higher with quarterback number 1. Why would I pick quarterback number two? Except for passing yards. Yeah, yeah. But touchdowns, completion percentage, why would I pick quarterback number two? Do you want to know who you picked? Sure. Derek Carr. There you, you go. You want to know who you didn't pick? Who? Blake Bortles. 
Bortles, I mean, mm-hmm. except for the completion percentage in the ballpark with touchdowns, has more yards than Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is a guy that people are praising this year. Same same rookie class, too. Mm-hmm. He looked Blake better Bortles. as a rookie, though. Yeah, but it's... And was drafted not in the first round. It's how you're was. maturing into that role. And sure. as Jacksonville gets more pieces, you can't deny that Blake Bortles does not look better this year. He does. I mean, he definitely does look better. He was the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. This but that's, team, that's my thing, this is though. A team, depending this on is what why, they had, this I is why I'm waiting to win the Because 50% year. of the time, he was the worst quarterback in the NFL. 50% of the time, he could be the best quarterback in the NFL. But still, that just tells me I don't know what I'm expecting. Let me wait and see. And TBH, that's to be honest for mm-hmm. uh, our old folks For those out of there. you who aren't uh, texting, little yeah. teenagers. The worst three games this season for Blake Bortles was when he didn't have Julius Thomas. Mm-hmm. But so, Julius Thomas has just kind of started turning it back on. He's like, oh, that's right. I was good once. But this, because of what I've seen in the last two mm-hmm. weeks, this Jacksonville team looks like it could be something special. Not this year. Yeah, because we, because remember, remember that Titans-Jaguars game. That was embarrassing to watch. Was it as bad? Do you think it's as bad as Raven? Like, at least the NFL Network was coming out with articles like five reasons why you should watch this game, like ESPN. The did one right now, tonight. yeah. The one right now is seemingly more exciting. I mean, it's seventeen to thirteen at halftime. That was basically the score at the end of the game. And <laughs> this one, I'm going to give you another coach though. Mm-hmm. Four and seventeen, eleven seed right now in the NFC. Odds that are a percentage that Jeff Fisher gets fired in St. Louis. That's what I thought you were going to go for. I I kind of don't think that he will. Or you can throw Sean Payton out there. He's a four and seven. Yeah, Sean too. Payton's a guy who I think there's actually a real shot he might, and there's a real shot that Drew Brees is probably done, going to be on the way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and some team will probably pick him up and he'll play somewhere else. He'll Payton Manning that. Uh. But I, I think that Fisher, I can actually see him coming back because it wasn't a bad idea. I mean, it was a good idea to get rid of Sam Bradford. Mm-hmm. And Nick Foles, based on what we all had seen, was pretty good. It hasn't really worked out that great. Um, but at least he didn't draft a quarterback. You know, I, I really think that's what's the saving grace for Jeff Fisher. Hey, you didn't draft a quarterback. This team is still competitive. Yeah. They're not bad. They're going to be in the, you know— Maybe seven and nine, eight and eight range. They're going to be okay uh, with bright spots. If he drafts a quarterback and it doesn't work out, yeah, maybe that's a different story, but he hasn't done that yet. So I say he'll still be here. If you really want a percentage, percentage that he's still here, saying about 70. How about we, since we've kind of gone through all these bottom tier teams and their coaches, how about you take us into the last thing we're going to talk about today? Tell us about this buy or sell you want to do to end the podcast. So there's a lot of teams that are in the middle, the middle ground here. Like we said two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, nothing has changed. Um, so no one really knows what the playoff landscape is going to look out, more so than any year pretty much in the NFL lately that we can remember. So I just want to go through a lot of these teams that are in that 6-4 to four range mm-hmm. where any of them can go for it. I'm going to let you take this one. You you take the wheels for this. And, and let's see let's see what we think about these teams. Let's start in the NFC. Okay. Because there's more of them, I think, in the NFC. Yeah. 
division winners. We're not going to talk about any current division winners. Guys that are in the hunt. That includes the Redskins, the Vikings, yeah. the Panthers, the Cardinals. Are we counting teams that are like the Seahawks and the Packers that are not? I was going to say in the playoff? we're not going to count the Packers for sure. I was going to leave it up to you with the Seahawks. I would say let's just let's leave it this way because I'm looking right now at NFL.com has a playoffs. Picture. Well, you know what? You know what though. We have to talk about those teams because otherwise that's the whole playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the in the hunt ones. So the we're looking at who gets the, the wild. We're just talking about the wild card yeah. here. Who's going to win the wild card? Let's talk about it. New York Giants. How are we feeling about the New York Giants? After this past week, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is just Eli Manning's too inconsistent. They can't run the ball. The only thing they have on that team is Odell Beckham. That's it. That's all they've got is Odell. What kind mm-hmm. of catch is Odell going to make? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, they really are just the mystery. I mean, you know, and, and the Patriots aren't even undefeated anymore, mm-hmm. so there's not that going for the Giants. Uh, but it, it is a mystery. You really have no idea what's going to happen. Sometimes well, they turn it on, sometimes they don't. That's why the Patriots lost. Probably. Because the Giants lost this week. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I just looking at their remaining schedule, the Jets are going to be tough. Dolphins are winnable. Panthers are going to be a loss. Vikings is going to be tough. Eagles, they can win. So what's that? You gave them two. Two and three in their final. They'll finish seven and nine. Mm-hmm. So we're, I mean, the Vikings is a toss-up. I'll give them that. The Jets may be a toss-up, but I would lean as those losses. The Panthers is for sure loss. There's no way they go into, or actually, pardon me, it'd be in the Meadowlands, but the Panthers are going to walk into New York. And Cam Newton's just going to Superman all over your face. That's, that's how it's going to go down. So you're selling. You're yeah. not. You're not going to buy this. Team. Luke Keekley has in that Panthers Giants game three pick sixes off of Eli. Next, we're not going to do. We, we don't have to talk about the Eagles. Neither one of us are going to no. buy on the Eagles. I'm selling them hardcore. All right, the Packers. Do you think they're going to bounce back and they're going to really get into the uh, the wild card? Yeah, they're they're going to be the fifth. They're going to be the fifth mm-hmm. seeded team in the NFC. The only thing that I get scared of with the Packers, and it's because I'm a Vikings fan, right now because the Vikings won and the Packers lost, we're back in control of the North. And I fear that if we lose a game, and we've got two tough ones coming up, Seattle at home at Arizona, if we even split one of those two games and are either tied with the Packers or if now until week 17, we both win out. As of right now, that week 17 game is for the division. Mm-hmm. That scares me because I don't think I was going into that first game going, oh, we can beat the Packers. Guess what? We can't beat the Packers. That's nope. just playing some before week 17. Mark, if I say we can beat the Packers, reach over this table and slap me in the face. Because I don't know what I'm talking about at that point. Yeah, the thing for the for the uh, the Packers is really they're just running out of players. I mean, Corliss isn't going to be there. Uh, they haven't had Jordy Nelson the entire year. Injuries have been a problem for the Packers. Uh, now a game against the Vikings, it doesn't look like there's any issue there. Game against the Chicago Bears, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any help. And it's really making well, okay. it's really important that he didn't have help. The and Andy Lacey looked pretty good in that game the too. The thing for the Bears was I read something that McPhee mentioned that like, oh well, what 
um, Roger said week one mm-hmm. motivated us. The last thing you want to do is motivate your rival. Yeah. Especially because, when it's a big guy who's yeah, rushing you. Especially when the Bears have nothing to lose for, because mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, two weeks ago, we thought they were going to be in the playoff hunt. Now it's more like, a, oh, we can play spoiler. But, I mean, they can beat the Cowboys. The Raiders may be tough. The Cardinals will probably be a loss. For the Packers, it just depends. What are you going to do in those last? What are you going to do against the Lions this Thursday? And what are you going to do against the Vikings week 17? I really think, honestly, the Packers have a good possibility of not making the playoffs. You think so? I'm really not buying them. I am not selling it's them. It's because you're a Bears But fan. I'm not buying them. Well, because look at this. They've already lost to the Lions. They can beat the Cowboys. Let's be honest. Do they really lose to the Lions twice? They might. They played like shit against the Lions the first time. And they played like shit against the Bears the second time. So I don't know. I don't buy it on them right now. I'm not giving them that as a win in Detroit. Cowboys, they got that. Raiders... I don't know. They probably have it, but it might be tougher than they think. Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are just a better team, especially at home. The Vikings, if the Vikings are really playing to get into the playoffs, we can't maybe. Beat them. We can't maybe. The pack it's the Packers just get up to play us. Mm-hmm. They just get up to play us and that's plain and simple. I really think that there are three for sure hard games here, a fourth maybe game. And you can decide if that's the Raiders or the Vikings for you, whichever you're happy about. And then that Cowboys game, that's a gimme. No, oh, that's that's a gimme for them. Now, They're going to win the that. thing that's important to remember with that, and I am a Chicago Bears fan, but let's look at them. The Bears get to play the 49ers, the Buccaneers, and they get a revenge game against the Lions. That Buccaneer which was game isn't as easy as we thought at the beginning of the season, though. But play, it's going to be interesting with the Lovey Smith yeah, that Buc- Chicago that matchup. Buccaneer, whoever wins that Buccaneer Bears game is in the driver's seat to get into the playoffs. That's for sure. So I mean, I just think the Buccaneers. Are you buying or selling them as a playoff team? Five. Oh, and we'll six? get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but I just think for the for the 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 thing that's going to hurt the Packers is they can't tie with the Bears now because then we start getting into tiebreakers. And now it depends on, especially if they lose to the Lions twice. Yeah. Because now that you guys split, doesn't it go to divisional record? Yep. Then if your divisional record's the same, it goes to conference record. And the Vikings are just simple. We hold our own destiny. Mm -hmm. Like, we can lose one game and still hold our own destiny because we can just beat the Packers and win. Yeah. So for the Packers, they have to, of course, hope that the Bears don't win out. Obviously, they also have to hope that the Bears don't beat the Vikings and the Lions. And then, of course, the Packers can't lose both their games to the Vikings and the Lions. A lot of a lot of ifs. Are the Bears getting in the playoffs? No, they're probably not. But Mm -hmm. are the Packers getting in there? It's not as much of a sure thing as you might think. Let's go down and let's before we you know, before we get to the Buccaneers, we'll talk about the Falcons because they're they're first. They're first. You really want me to? You really want to tease me after I mention the Buccaneers? Really want to talk Buccaneers? The Falcons are first. Fine. Buccaneers. The, the Falcons have lost five straight. No, I'm selling them. Yeah, there. There's nothing to really be happy about. They still got to play the Panthers twice. Yeah, they're gonna lose they're, both those. Yeah, games. it's not. They're done. All right, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm, I'd buy them. And the main reason is, is because of that game against Chicago. Plus, I mean. With, I believe they play, yep, they got the Falcons this week. Mm-hmm. So 
there's a great chance that they can beat the Falcons, jump ahead of them. Then you play the Bears, which is a playoff team, the Rams, which is a team that can chase you in the playoffs. I mean, to me, the there's a good chance Buccaneers go 4-1 to end the season. That would mean 9-7, and seven, but hey. That could get you a wild that card. That could. I mean, that Panther game, you're not going to win, let's be honest. They're losing that one. Um, I think the Bears game is going to be very tough, but because it's Lovey Smith playing his former team. And it's in Tampa. There's some toss-up there. Um, I don't think that's that, another thing, and I don't mean to cut mm-hmm. you off, but three of the three of the last five are at home. Yeah, which in helps. Tampa. But I don't think with the Falcons, Saints, Rams, I don't think they win all of those. I'm really not. I'm not sold on the Buccaneers. I wouldn't be you're buying. You're sold them. on anybody. Let's be honest. Mark. No, your personality is like I. If so it's far, a team that's like in the middle, unless you really like them, mm-hmm. you're like a. I'm not completely sold, but I'm not completely bought. I don't know, man. I don't know about I'd, that, I'd Ricky. Buy, I'd buy the tie, especially with how good Jameis Winston has looked as of late. The guy you didn't like. You didn't I, like him. I still don't like him, but, hey, if he he's playing well. i got to give credit where credit's due. I will say this for, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Schedule-wise, besides the Chicago Bears schedule, they probably got the easiest schedule to Except end. for the Panthers. Well, but that's but no because one, the Panthers no are... Gonna, no one's going to beat the Panthers. Yeah, they're the greatest. They claw up all day. How about... I'm going to throw one at you. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to sell them, but I just want to throw them out anyway since they're a 4-7 and seven team. Uh-huh. Jacksonville. Um, wow, you're switching all the way to the AFC, changing things up. Well, we... I mean, the rest of the NFC, I don't think any of us are going to buy. The Seattle Seahawks you're not going to buy? I d- do we really need to talk about the Seahawks? Seattle Seahawks are an easy buy. Yeah, that's Easy why buy. I completely looked over them. Because, I mean, they're a team that looks like they're getting it going as of right now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they could easily be the sixth seed, and the Packers could be the five seed. For sure. For sure. All right, so Seahawks are in. To talk about your Jacksonville Jaguars that you apparently are so in love with now. Um, I just, hey, I'm, you're, not you're talk- in love with I'm not talking about this season. You're in love I'm with just them. saying they could be something to be special in the years to come. They I look think like they're building a team. They they're gonna have trouble with the Falcons and the Texans. Or not Falcons, the Colts and the Texans. Um that Titans game, I I they don't can know. Win it. They, they can win it, man. Sure, because the, the last one was nineteen to thirteen and it was a joke, and the entire NFL should be embarrassed that these two teams exist. <laughs> um I mean, I guess I could buy them for the future because sure things look better. Right now, there's nothing about this Jaguars team to be excited about. They're what, they're as mediocre as mediocre gets. Wouldn't it be something if it played out to where that Houston Jacksonville game in Houston on January third was for the sixth seed? Ew. <laughs> Why would you hope that? Because right now anyone? Houston's the sixth seed. Ugh. That mean that would mean Jacksonville would have to win out. Houston would have to um, lose one, maybe two. But it'd be a sad day in the NFL if that was for be a sad day to succeed. But I Jacksonville this year, I'm not buying them because I'll be honest, I'll say it right now. I think my six, my five and six playoff teams mm-hmm. at the end of the year, at end of the year right now, Chiefs Steelers, Chiefs at five, Steelers at six. 
Which I think is pretty pretty fair. If the Texans are going to get into the playoffs, they got to win the division. Just to talk about the three teams that really could make the splash. The New York Jets, first of all. They're kind of falling off. Todd Bowles got to get his boys going. He's got to find something. I mean, yes, they did beat the Dolphins, but they lost it was the a Dolphins. couple before that. Yeah, uh, And, you know, Fitzmagic, you really don't know. With him, I unfortunately they got Brandon Marshall out there. Brandon Marshall is a good thing. They've got the Giants this week, which, like I said, they could win because the Giants are garbage. Titans and Cowboys, they could win. That's three games right there. However, the last two, Patriots, they're not going to win. Bills, they're not going to win. I think the Bills will be a tough one. Did you see how the Bills manhandled them? Twenty-two seventeen. That defense looked really great. The the defense looked great. The in New that York colorblind Jets. Game. I mean that that game had a lot of penalties. But that defense looked great. Plus Lashawn McCoy and Carlos Williams said, mm-hmm. "Screw you guys, we're going home." Yeah, the I don't know. I'm not giving that a sure thing win. I would based on what I saw that, and I had the reason why mm-hmm. I watched that at the Red Robin I was at was because they had him in the Rafi League, and if mm-hmm. you're new to the podcast. Don't even ask what the Rafi League is. You don't want to know. It's negative, negative 10 for pick sixes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so the New York Jets, I wouldn't come, I don't know. I wouldn't completely sell them. I think if it comes down to it, it comes down to that week 17 game, I think the Jets can turn it on. I just buy the I just buy the Chiefs and the Steelers more. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, to talk about the Texans because they're the other team in this conversation really. Mhm. You're not going to buy them because they're going to play the Patriots, which is probably a loss. I'm not. The Colts, probably a, a good chance. The reason why I'm a push on the Titans is because, like I said, the only way they're making the playoffs is if they win the division. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, the Steelers and the Chiefs going forward, the Chiefs have two games against the Raiders, which, based on how the Chiefs have played, those are winnable games. I mean, the Raiders almost lost to the Titans. Then you have the Chargers, Ravens, and Browns. So, except for those Raider games, three easy wins there for the Chiefs. And, I mean, for Pittsburgh, they've got the Colts, which Sunday night game, I think that the Steelers, the Steelers hung with Seattle. They can easily beat the Colts. They got the Ravens and Browns, who haven't been doing well. But they have already lost to the Ravens. It's what are you going to do? Against yeah, but that was a Joe Flacco Raven team. Matt Schaub is not going to do well against the Steelers. To me, it all comes down to at Cincy and then home against Denver. Mm-hmm. Which, I, which Brock DeCock are we going to see? I wouldn't be super surprised if Steeler gets upset a few times. I wouldn't be super surprised on that. Not saying it's going to happen. I'm if you if I'm going to tell you what to bet on, I'm telling you, you bet on the Steelers. But I think the Houston Texans have a better. Not a better shot, but the, the Houston Texans have some easy games in there. I mean, like, and winnable games, and the Steelers have a few trap games. Yeah, where is you look at Houston? Where I like the end of their schedule with the Jacksonville, the Tennessee, even the Colts, but it's that Bills Patriots. What are mm-hmm. you going to do against the Bills and the Patriots? You, you lose to the Patriots, but you have a shot against the Bills. You do. The Steelers have very tough one with you know the the Bengals. The Broncos. I still think that Ravens game is going to be tough, even with not Joe Flacco. Uh, and the Colts, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with the Colts game. Yeah, the, uh, the Colts are just, like, I don't know if they, 
they're in a situation where we talked about it last week with the Broncos with mm-hmm. Osweiler and Manning. Do you keep Hasselbeck as your quarterback for the rest of the year, or do you say when Luck's ready to return, he's back? No, it's a completely different situation. Luck's back the second he's even possibly capable of playing. I know he's played like shit. Hasselbeck hasn't done that bad. Yeah, but this is Andrew Luck, the future of your organization for the next 10 years. Who, I mean, hasn't done well this season. I mean, this season he has looked like the next great Ryan Leaf instead of the next great (laughs) Peyton Manning. But, you know, he... He's the future of your organization. This is what you bet your money on. This this is what you kicked Peyton Manning out of the door for. He comes back the second he's available. Peyton Manning, you just go, Peyton, that foot's still hurting? No, it's fine. Yeah, it looks like it's swollen. Why don't you sit on the bench still for a little bit? In his last two games as a starter, Hasselbeck has 213 and two touchdowns at Atlanta, and then 315 yards, no touchdowns against Tampa Bay. So the next game, you should have like 400 yards. Keeps going up by 100. <laughs> He's pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, that's. I think we're pretty we're pretty much the same on this, on um, for what teams. How about the Raiders? Swinski gave his prediction for the Raiders. He says there's going to be an eight, what, a seven-win team? Uh, yeah, I think he said seven and nine. Uh, well, he said seven and nine about the Lions. I don't know. No, he oh, said yeah, he said two about, more. Yeah, he said two, two more, more for the Raiders, eight and eight. For no, he went back down to seven and nine for the no, Lions. No, it was nine and seven. He went back down to eight and eight. Uh, play, okay, guys, play back the tape. You'll know I'm right. But, Sounds about I right. I mean, the Raiders going against the Titans this weekend. They get to go against the tight. No, they already played the Titans. They get to go against the Chiefs. The Chiefs. That's right. I'm. Looking. They get to play the Brock Google, the cock. Google. They, what are you doing to me? They got to play the Packers and they got to play the Chiefs again. I'm not buying the Raiders. And in fact, I will sell the Raiders. They got one winnable yeah. game. It's the Chargers. I mean, that Packer game ain't good. That Bronco game ain't good. The Chiefs are going to beat them twice, maybe. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let them split against the Chiefs. I Wouldn't it be funny if the two wins Slowinski said were Chargers-Packers or Chargers-Broncos? Because I wouldn't be surprised. That, like, Chargers for sure win, but mm-hmm. that Packer-Bronco game, maybe they can steal one. Or that one Chief game, maybe they can steal one. I mean, they're Do not I see a bad them beating team. The Chief? No, I don't see them beating the Chiefs. Not a bad team. I mean, they got a good offense. It's just that defense isn't anything to be happy about. So when they're playing, well, maybe they can't beat Brock the Cock then, but when they're playing Aaron Rodgers, he's probably going to throw all over him. Is there any chance that Denver loses the division to KC? No. Not at all? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I. Mark answered that fast yeah. and furious. I mean, look at this team, though. I mean, they, they play. The uh, the Chargers twice. I want to ask you a surprise. Those middle three are hard, but. I want to ask you a surprise buy or sell, and this is about a divi- right now a divisional leader. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, you were selling hard. Mm-hmm. But now, so far into the season, one game ahead of the Packers, as a Bears fan, mm-hmm. buy or sell the Vikings to win the North at the end. To win the North? To win the North. NFC North champions sell to win the North to be the division to get into the playoffs. I'll buy it, but to to win the division. Remember, if they make the playoffs, you're wearing my Moss jersey. Sure, sure. But they got to play the Seahawks. It's going to be good seeing you in the Viking. And we're both buying the Seahawks. Yes, they got to play the Cardinals. The Cardinals are the division winner. The next two games scare the crap out of me. Then they get to play the Giants and the Bears. Giants and the Bears this, don't scare me. But they got to play the Packers at the end. That scares me. 
So three out of the two scare me. Yeah. Yeah. I was just the, one of those things where it's like you weren't buying them at the beginning of the season. And I still say now. I still say that that Bears game, they only won by three last time. Okay, they but a win's a it's win. It's tough. Mark. A win's a yeah, win. Yeah, but I'm just saying you're you're not scared, but you maybe should be a little bit more scared. <laughs> a little bit more. Scared? You you won it at the very end there. Yeah, but isn't the, isn't the next one in Minnesota? I'm not looking at the schedule. Nope, it's in Chicago. Okay, so we won in Minnesota. So maybe you should uh, bring a tra- uh, change of pants. Ricky. <laughs> bring a change of pants. Last question before we wrap up shop. Right now, mm-hmm. Baltimore's up by four as we are recording this podcast. Out of these three teams, well, four teams: 49ers, Cowboys, Browns, and Titans. Who's your best bet to be the number one pick in the draft next year? Cleveland Browns. They're really? just they're just sad. If they lose, I believe the Titans still have the tiebreaker over them to be the number one pick. Yeah, but I'm willing to let Marcus Mariota win a game. <laughs> I'm not willing to let the Cleveland Browns, who knows, is playing quarterback, uh, win a single game. Now, how much money do you want to put that Austin Davis gets to start a game at some point? I. I don't know if I, I think put he money might. on that. I don't know if I would. Because, I mean, Josh McCown, that's your starting quarterback right now. Yeah. You know, is he really going to finish the game or finish the year? Mm-hmm. You play a lot of tough teams. He's bound to throw a lot of interceptions, I think. However, they're hanging in this Monday nighter as we are recording this. Yeah, against the, against the team that they're competing for the number one pick for. <laughs> oh, good job, guys. Against the Ravens. But that is going to do it for the onside kick this week. Let us know down below what you think of anything we talked about today. Who you buying or selling in the playoff hunt moving forward. Should Chip Kelly be fired? Philly fans, I want to hear from you. Also, what other coaches should get the axe at the end? Or, hey, right now, who should get the axe as head coach? In the NFL, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Mark is at the with two E's. Mark Weber. Most valuable podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. Go ahead, hit that like sub button on YouTube. That like and repost on SoundCloud. Can't thank you guys enough for checking out this podcast. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.